Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. So what we have got to do is respond to the pain that the American people are feeling, which is enormous right now. People are losing faith in government. We have to restore that faith by saying, you know what? We hear your pain, and we're going to respond in a bold manner. And in addition to that, probably in a second reconciliation bill, we have to deal with some of the systemic, long-term, ongoing problems facing this country. People can't live on $10 an hour. We've got to raise the minimum wage to a living wage. Insane that we are the only major country on earth not to guarantee health care to all or have paid family and medical leave. You know what? We've got to deal with climate change with countries around the world or we're not going to leave much of a planet to our kids and our grandchildren. In other words, at this particular moment in history, Congress is going to have to rise up and be extremely bold in addressing the major crises facing working families in the middle class. And I intend to be very active in that process. There you go. And by the way, I changed my mind, Daryl. Play what Schumer said to us. You have that? Yes, sir. Play it, what he said to this show. The minority leader of the United States Senate, Chuck Schumer. Please, everybody, vote. We're getting, if the African-American community and young people turn out in record numbers, I'll be majority leader. All those things I talked about will be put on the floor of the Senate and done. So will the Racial Justice Act, right. the bill written by Cory Booker, Kamala Harris, and Ben It'll Crump, pass. the famous civil rights lawyer. Right. We will get a lot done. Please vote. It matters this time. And then hold our feet to the fire if we don't get anything done. But we will. That's my passion. Now, now there you go. That was him on, the, on, my, on, on my show. Am I crazy? You heard him. Hey, please vote. Okay, we did. We put you we put you in power. Fifty one after that. We put you in power. Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia, twice, Georgia. We put you in power. You are now are you on the Madison show? What did he say? All these things. He listed three or four of them. You heard him. This is why the show, this is why my show is what I call radioactive. Double entendre. Except this radioactivism won't kill you. <laughs> this radioact, it won't kill you. This is not, you just heard him, huh? On the contrary, it's, it's good for it's you. It's good for you. He just said, and, and by the way, Hold my feet to the fire. If I get the power, if I get to be the majority leader, A, B, C, D, and I'll make sure it gets passed. That is vintage Lyndon Johnson. Make me do it. Make me do it. Make me do it. That's right. Make me. That's what Lyndon Johnson said. Oh, Dr. Martin Luther King, we need a voting rights act. We need to guarantee people the right to vote. Oh, Martin, damn it. I just, I went through hell getting a 1964 civil rights bill through. Well, you know what? We need a voting right. All right, then you got to make me do it. Okay, we will. It's called Bloody Sunday. March from, it's called uh, Selma to Montgomery. We will. And then let's go back a generation. Franklin Roosevelt. 
Hey, come on, I'm going to give you a history. Franklin Roosevelt. Why aren't you employing black people in factories during the war, during World War II? Why are black people not being, why are the black folk, why can't they get a job in factories in the so-called arsenal of democracy, right? Is that it? I think that's what, it, yeah. You know, why can't we get jobs? Well, you know, it's the South and it's, and look, I'll tell you this, and A. Philip Randolph said it to Roosevelt. I will march 250,000 people during, in the middle of the war here to Washington. So you want the allies? You want your allies to see black folk marching in Washington for the right to work? And what Roosevelt tell uh, A. Philip Randolph? Make me do it. Okay. That's how the March on Washington in 19, in, in, in took place. And, and then the Republicans, you know, they, 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 these folks are amazing. Uh, now they are all talking, it's 1.9. Well, we've got to be worried about the deficit. Whoa, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You've been spending like a drunken sailor. And now you now that re, and, and now you you're worried about the deficit. Well, you weren't worried about the deficit when you were going to spend billions on building a wall. You weren't worried about the deficit when you were giving billionaires a major tax cut. You weren't worried about the deficit all and with all this spending that you did. And then they wait until the then the Democrats say, you know what? We got elected by working class people. That's how we got elected. As you heard Bernie Sanders say, the, we the teachers need to, you know, we, we should have been vaccinated. If, you, if they'd have had a plan to get this vaccine in the arms of teachers, t- kids could have come back to school. Kids could have come back to school. And, and mothers could have gone back to work. Working class mothers. But you had a president who would not allow the incoming administration to come in and see what was going because on. Because they didn't have anything exactly. going on. Exactly. That's, and, 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 and common sense. So then now you know why they didn't want, uh, 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 they didn't want to have uh, Biden's people. This is clear didn't have Biden's people sitting down and having this transition because there was nothing to transition. No plan. There was no plan. And so if Biden would have, if, if he'd allowed Biden's people to come in there and they would have sat down in an office, this is how the, it works, folks. Biden's people come in. Trump's folk come in. Okay, let's look at the distribution plan for the vaccine. Well, where's the plan? Wait a minute. I know we. I know about that. That's public. Where's the plan? Where's your plan? That's why he didn't want it to happen. That's why he didn't want it to happen. That's why it didn't happen. Wow. A Cole from Mississippi, 18 after the hour. Hi, Cole. Good morning, Mr. Good morning, Mr. Master. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you I for calling. Am- 
not necessarily for the uh, minimum wage raising, and the reason being is because there's nothing in the executive order to prevent business owners, manufacturers, whatever, from raising the price of the product. So let's take like Heinz, the ketchup company. If they're their CEO all the way down to executives and board members are under contract. They're going to make a certain amount of money no matter what. So what's preventing them from passing the raise, the the expense of raising minimum wage? Nothing. Hey, 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 Cole, I answered your question. Nothing prevents it. It's just like, hey, how, how much did you pay for gasoline last year? What prevents the gasoline station who has to pay more from raising it? The, the answer is nothing. It, it's it, That's part of doing business. Uh, you know, of course, that means, but, you know, if, if I'm making $15 an hour, maybe I can afford to absorb that increase. Nothing. You're, that's part of doing business. I mean, you know, give me, a, give me a freaking break. I'm tired of hearing you poor-ass people in business. Oh, well, you know what? Um, I, I just can't afford. You know, why don't you take care of your employees? And, and let me give you, let me give you an, a great example to counter your point, Cole. This is a, a guy who owned a hamburger joint in Dearborn, Michigan. I call it a joint. He went one, one place. He was in Dearborn, Michigan. He, he, in, he, he, he paid his folk minimum wage. You know what the biggest problem he had? He couldn't keep people there. He had high turnover, so he had to do training all over again every time he brought these folk in. So he decided, you know what, I'm going to give them this $15 an hour. Do you know what his immediate result was? People stayed. He didn't have to retrain. He didn't have to rehire. He didn't have to pay money looking for uh, putting a, a wanted, I need help in, in the newspapers. They stayed. And then, and then did he raise the price of the hamburger? Yes, he did. He rose the price of the hamburger. But he got quality workmen. And do you know what ended up happening? He opened up two, three, four of the hamburger joints. It's part of doing business. You pay for what you get. You pay for what you get. So to answer your question, nothing prevents a business owner from saying, well, you know what? I got to absorb. I'm going to have to pass this on because you pass on rent. Thank you. If the fucking rent goes up, Cole, you don't eat that rent. You you pass it on. If if, if your supplier uh, says, well, I'm sorry, but I, I my um, my uh, uh, my. Co- well, I'll give you a classic example. Airlines. The cost of fuel goes up. Right. The cost of fuel goes up. Jet fuel goes up. Oh, okay, so what do I do? I pass it on. Everybody makes money, except the people who clean the damn planes. You know who else makes money? The, the executives at the airlines and these big companies also pass their high salaries and wages on to the consumer. Thank you. To the consumer, too. But, but let me tell you about who, on a more local level, might, you might understand it. Ask Costco about paying more and get better employees. Thank you. And Costco, they learned that lesson a oh, long man, time ago. I, I can't tell you, Cole. <laughs> I can't tell you. The last time I was in Costco's, and they were hiring. 
I listen, and I just listen. You know, sometimes it's great being on on, on radio because people don't always recognize you. And I'm li- hey man, you go fill out an application. They're paying fifteen dollars. Man, this is a great. This is good place. This is a great place to work. We've got the benefits they got. And is Costco suffering? No, not at all. Have a good day, Cole. Bye. Please give me a break. You got to pass it on. You pass on everything else. And then, and then, you know, and then, of course, oh, well, we, the stockholders, you know, well, you know, they, they don't have a problem with their dividends, do they? And don't get me wrong, that's just the cost of doing business. Uh, you know, everybody, oh, man, well, they're going to pass it on. Well, if jet fuel goes on, guess what? You're going to pay more to get on an airplane. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.